I can't even do it. Oh, man. Oh, come on. Just do it. Okay. Um, sorry, we we're comparing my social life to the fugitive. Um, welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, and with me is Deb, the only person I can text Mr. Hands references to. Well, you can text them to the non-turn. I... Yeah, but that's awkward. No, he'd find it hilarious. He has a tool that is one of those multi-screwdrivers where you just flip out the screwdriver, screwdriver uh-huh. head that you need. Guess what this tool is called? That Mr. Makes hands. It, Mr. Seven Hands. Mr. Ooh. Yeah, no, it makes us laugh every fucking time because it sounds like the worst thing you could ever, ever hear is Mr. Seven Hands. <laughs> By the way, you know that dude died doing that. I know. Not that time, but different yeah, time. Yeah, no, yep. Ugh. Fucked to death by a horse. Thanks, internet. No, Catherine that's... Catherine the Great. You missed that one. That was, uh, that was, I just, I just, I just pictured your face as I texted you. God damn, Mr. Hands references. Actually, my face was laughing when you texted me that, because I immediately went to David Cross in the, uh, Doug Loves Movies, talking about how we bought a zoo was the family up version of Mr. Mr. Hands. Actually, it was uh, the... And re- me calling you the first time I heard that, like, screaming with laughter, walking to work. And you I, remember that, don't you? That's how you got me into podcasts. I, I believe that was the first podcast I'd ever listened to was... Well, because it was... The it was DLM Patton Oswalt, Patton, David uh, Cross, Patton, David Cross, and, and uh, Wayne uh, Fetterman. Yeah, I was going to say... From Family. Like I said, which mm-hmm. was an excellent podcast, but like I said, I was walking down. I don't think I was even going to work. I think I was just going to pick up a paycheck, and it was windy as fuck, but I could not stop like laughing till I cried about, oh, excuse me, We Bought a Zoo being the family-up version of Mr. Hands. The reference was, in Nerd Poker, the D&D podcast I listened to with Brian Posehn, was, yeah, there was a guy who was like slowly dying while writing things with his own blood using like a side hole for an inkwell. And he goes, yeah, he just, like, you know, moans and slumps. And they went, oh, like the Mr. Hands video. Oh, God. It was just like, I had to pause, and I thought of you horribly, and I was like, oh, God, a Mr. Hands reference. I must text you. Well, speaking of things you can't unsee. Oh, we're jumping right to that. I made you watch What What in the Butt by Sam Wells. An eight-year-old viral video I that I'd never seen. I seen it before. Yeah, like you and my half-Swedish and half-Slovak co-worker are the only people that I was going to say I've ever showed that to that haven't seen it before. My, my 100% Czech co-worker, Alishka, had seen that video. Yeah. What, what? In the butt. In the butt. Which is extra funny for a few Give me reasons. your fat seed, he says. Now, I, really, I... He was, like I said, they, I've seen some interviews with him... He wasn't making that to be funny. It was a semi-serious video. Let me talk about the mixed messages in this video. Let's start with the opening shot of a burning cross. But, I mean, then it galvanizes into a metal cross. Burning cross. Then it, then it opens into the, the chocolate starfish with the mouth. Chocolate starfish... Okay. Let's let that sink in. Let's let that marinate. Cut to pants with what what bedazzled on the ass of them. Maybe that's what I should do for my Halloween costume this year. What what on the butt? Yeah, like big black unflattering jeans with what what bedazzled across the ass and a like a red silk pimp shirt with. But yeah, but then you'd have to have the wig that's like the 
post Gumby kid and play kid haircut. I was gonna say the Jerry curl. Wasn't a Jerry curl. It was like those like weird half-assed dreads that um, that kid had after he got rid of the Gumby haircut. Never having the kid and play. Yeah, see. Well, that seems that now. seems like yeah. an ask a super villain for later. Um, <laughs> oh, that. Uh, Sorry, uh, we're, we're teasing. Spoiler something. alert. Sorry, yeah. we're teasing something. Um. Yeah, and just green screens are a privilege, not a right. <laughs> are you trying to tell me that you're sad you watched it? Because I know you're not. Sad's not the word. <laughs> Disappointed in all of humanity might be the word. And this is coming from the guy who showed you the fox, who showed you black women hugging. Black women hugging. Black women hugging. Um, all right, but I'm going to put some other earworms slash eyeworms in your brain later. Headworms? I think brainworms might be a better term. Okay. Because headworm kind of makes me think of like a worm eating parts of my face. Like a face hugger. Yeah. Okay. Damn it, see, that reminds me of something else that I've been meaning to order for years and I haven't gotten around to it. Did you ever read the, uh, the, in the net comic, uh, Penny Arcade? Yeah. Did you ever see... Oh, you sure know they have their own, um, they have their own convention. What? That's awesome. Have you ever heard of the PAX convention? Um, it's a pop culture, uh, mostly video game, uh, uh, convention called PAX, but Why it stands... Why have we Because it's always in L.A. I hate L.A. Um, that's the opposite of this. It's the opposite of that song. Anyways. Um, um, I hate L.A. Have you never heard the Iggy Pop, I Loathe L.A.? No. Yeah. Um, but and, no, PAX, sorry, uh, but... Penny Arcade Expo. That's pretty awesome, but no, they, they have a shirt that they've made, I don't know if they still make it, but it's a little cartoon version of the face hugger, and the caption on the bottom is just face full of alien wing wong. Wing. Wing wong. Wing wong. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you totally got a face full of alien and that And that comic that I haven't seen is still better than Prometheus. Ouch. It's just humans puking alien, it's fucking horrid. Okay then. So, in closing, what, what, in the butt? I said, what, what, in the butt? Want to put it in my butt? In my butt? Yeah. The rhyme scheme alone is annoying. You're going to remember that forever, and frankly, any time you ever hear of any girl that's up for that, you're going to sing that up, and you're going to sing that at her. Yeah, while it's inside, that way it's not too late. So I don't ruin that butt moment. <laughs> that butt mint. Silence is Don't to go shame clinching you. on like me. Like I said, the silence is to shame you. Shame. Shame. Okay. You want to talk about your Ferguson holes since we've been talking I about felt, what, what yeah, the Yeah, this week has been, I, I've been very productive. I had the fire of doing. Um, I have got a lot of work done for the network, and so I haven't really watched a whole lot. Um, I haven't done shit because of a condition we'll talk about later. But, uh, yeah, um... I had, uh, you and I had talked uh, off air that, uh, you know, I had some uh, kind of a, 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 what would you call that, um, kind of a reverse, a reverse therapeutic moment uh, over the weekend, and to snap myself out of it, I fell down the Craig Ferguson hole. You kind of do what I do when it comes to dealing with depression, except in a very odd way, because the first <laughs> thing you did was process the feelings by turning your brain off and watching Ferguson. Yeah. 
and then you got shit done, which is what I do when I'm depressed. I clean things or I start a project because the sense of accomplishment helps me come out of the depression. Absolutely. Idle hands are the devil's playground, they say. Um, and uh, need to watch Idle Hands again. Oh my uh, god, yeah we do. It's been a really long time. Okay, sorry. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. I said I wanted to be inside Vicky. This is not what I meant. Oh my god, I loved Idle Hands. Whatever happened I mean, to that kid? Devin Shaw? Or Devin Sawa? Devin Sawa, yeah. I think he kind of went the, the the JTT route and decided he didn't want to be an actor. And a, you Who the know, fuck's JTT? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, did you never read Tiger Beat Madis- Magazine as a tween? No. <laughs> sorry, no, I did not. Like I said, I think he kind of went that route where he decided that he just wanted something different out of life. But we'll no, but JTT showed up on, what was it? Oh, Veronica Mars. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. What? He was the one in the bomb-making episode. What? He was the undercover, like the 21 Jump Street episode. Where he's got the fertilizer in his trunk. Why do I not remember any of this? Was this in the first season? Uh, I believe so. Okay, that would be. I'm not as familiar yeah, with the is first that, season. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's like a, a terrorist threat. And uh, but he's really like a, a like a deep covered Twenty One Jump Street type. Okay, see, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna have to go over to Garner's now and borrow season one of Veronica Mars and rewatch it. Yeah. Because I've been I got season two and I have season three, but I don't have season one. Because it's not the eldest uh, Tim Taylor boy. No, he made an appearance as a douchebag in crap. Probably fucking on a rush. Um, crap. No, it was it was some TV show, and he was in it, and he was a douchebag. And now I can't remember what it was. But yeah, wasn't he the the middle crap. child? Was JTT was yes. was the JTT middle child? Yeah, yeah, he child. was on Veronica Mars. And now I'm seeing Veronica Mars. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Seeing Ken Marino smack his Slap ass. Slap his ass. Oh. Why does it always come back to Veronica Mars or the Venture Brothers? Ah, uh, it's just a gift. Um, though, speaking of Camerino, it's on deck on my on my watching queue is Bad Milo. Ooh. Have Anyways, you heard about this? Yes, oh. I have heard about okay. this. Ferguson Holt. So yeah, I fell down to Ferguson Holt, watched um, Seth Green, Neil Patrick Harris, Jay Leno, and this is a little enough episode, it was during the late night wars, so it was very funny and very interesting. I have to say, Jay Leno, fuck you. Yeah, but this was at the point where he was still, like, everything was kind of up in the air and Jay Leno was still kind of a good guy. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, not that he's a bad guy, it's just that I can't believe anybody would choose Leno over Conan. What, this was at the point where, you know, Conan was about, was going to be taking over, Leno was going to get his own show and it wasn't like, Such a he was going to usurp, fuck. yeah, he was going to... And like I said, it's Re-usurp not, that I, it's not that I think Leno's a bad guy. It's that I just can't believe anybody would prefer Leno over, over I was going to say, Conan. Conan I know, Ryan. but, and you know what, which is weird because in that, the end... I love that ginger. And it's not just In the end, ginger Conan's myself. my second favorite because well, Ferguson's, Ferguson's my fucking Ferguson's fave. always going to be better. Ferguson is one of the few late night talk show hosts I will actually make an effort to watch because he just has a conversation I, with them. Well, and I don't that want... puppets. And, oh my god. So yeah, the Seth Green episode is brilliant because uh, uh, they end up like smoking pipes and acting like there's been a murder, like they're crime solvers. And, uh... Excuse me, sorry, I keep burping Red Bull. No, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not Seth Green, it's, um, uh, what's his name, Brick. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They're smoking pipes, like those big Sherlock, like haberdashery pipes. 
And they're like, there's been a murder. And then, like, there's a You know a what be- haberdashery means, don't you? Is it a hat? Haberdashery is a hat store. Whatever. What am I thinking of? What's a pipe thing with haberdashery? There is no pipe thing with haberdashery. Maybe you just, maybe you just smoke a pipe while you're in a haberdashery. Hat and pipes go together. Look at Sherlock Holmes. Just like a suit and a tie. I'm sorry, was that a Justin Timberlake thing? Not on purpose, but I guess so. Suit and tie? Um, I want to tag you so hard in the junk right now. But I'll refrain. I'll refrain. I must have something very personal on that. Um, I will give you the people's elbow to the balls. And you guys can't see it, but I am patting my elbow. She is. Can you give me the people's uh, people's eyebrow? Very good. There's yeah. a lot of people. When I was in high school, I would always, you know, cock the eyebrow, and they're like, "I can't fucking do that." I'm like, well, "It's basic can, fucking muscles." So I can do that. Unfortunately, since I am a little bit ginger, my eyebrows are essentially invisible, so it's kind of a moot point. You look like you're having a stroke. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I ate something sour. I look a little bit like powder. No powder. Was that was that John Travolta was that in that, or was am I thinking Michael? You're thinking Michael. Whatever dumb movie they brought a deer back to life with. Um, that was Powder. No, didn't In Mi- Michael, he brought a dog back to okay. life. Okay. And he always smelled like chocolate chip cookies. Because it's heaven. Um, Which, by the way, I have peanut butter M&M's if you want some. No, I'm fine. Um, I'm not a big peanut butter guy. It's guilty pleasure. Well, so, we want to talk about the fact that it is actually cold now. And Doug has recently discovered a, I can't say hidden shame, but something that happens every winter. I am not good with cold. Oh, okay. Doug okay. discovered Deborah in bear mode. Insert your own gay joke here, and then let's just move on. Um, but it's more the fact that you texted me to see if I needed a Red Bull before her Life Force. Yeah. I, I called it this week. Life Force. And the only concession I made to you coming over was getting up with the intention of getting dressed, but just putting on a bra and then putting my pajamas back on. Which I would not have known had you not told me. Well, I, I would have been like, you oh, you're in your jammy jams. Like, I, I assumed you didn't spend a lot of time staring at my, my cupcakes. But, yes, Deb in bear mode is not good. Cupcakes? I like that. I like to use the most inappropriate phrase possible when talking about my boobs. Sweater muffins. I think sweater stretchers is funnier. What is it? What do they call it in fanboys? Sweater yams? He's I immune. like sweater yams. He's immune to sweater. sweater yams. I like sweater yams. Oh, I love this cold breeze on my naked breasts. Oh. Back to Veronica Myers. Damn it. It's only a matter of time before but we yes, mention like Ray. I said, unfortunately, since Deborah has been in bear mode because it's been cold, I have done pretty much nothing other than lay in bed with my cats. Yes, I know how sad that sounds. And read more of the Brotherhood of the Black Dagger vampire books. And you if know, you can hear all that noise outside, one of my neighbors is either moving in or out. My bad. Um, and you know, really, your Brotherhood of the... Black Dagger. Yeah, vampire sex cult. Um... <laughs> You know, I wouldn't mind talking about that, but... They're much much more well-written than Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, and you don't say that, but that's... And that's actually... There is plot and syntax and grammar. There's something I didn't didn't put on the whiteboard that I was going to say. You don't have to add it right now. Um, I'll just get to it organically, but... um, One, uh, your... um, 
vampire dagger books um, are getting in the way of you reading X Heroes. I'm sorry. Which I finished the sequel, so I'm waiting for you to get to the end of X Heroes. You know what? So now I you can, know. So you know A, what? we can talk about it. B, I can get you X Patriots. So you can finish that, we can talk about it, and then excommunication comes out in December. Okay, fine. I have Monday free. I will do it on Monday. It's not a hard read. It's It's just one of those things where I read the first chapter and it was okay, but am I going to read that or am I going to read my I'm just gonna say, am I going to read that or am I gonna read my vampire sex books? And yeah, there's not a lot of graphic sex in this one. I need something I can fall asleep to, and vampires doing it is something I can fall asleep to. Uh Oh, you just read the prologue or the first chapter? Both. Uh, yeah, you've got a now and then episode. Which... Yeah, it's kind of the origin of, of the Mighty Dragon. And you, you see? Um, it, like I said, it for me, it was like, I, I didn't realize I was into it until like literally the last probably 40 pages where no, I'm like, it, what the fuck is gonna happen? Wait, I didn't care like about this. That's worth reading. Two days ago. It's just, like I said, it looks like something that's worth reading. I've just, like I said, I've, I've been, I'm sorry, it's, we're going into winter mode. I told a friend that I had a winter plan, and my winter plan is to drink and watch Adventure Time. That is the winter plan. That's not a bad winter plan. No, it's an excellent winter plan, and luckily, this winter is winter's previous, although when I was younger, not so much. I actually have a gentleman. So, like I said, there's nothing worse than being single in the winter. Sorry, Doug. I'm... Oh, I must have something horrible. Um, fuck it, I'll say it anyway. I'm sure I'll find the Charlotte socks somewhere. Um, sorry, Charlotte. Sorry, socks. Charlotte, will you please tell him to throw the damn sock out? I don't know where it is. It doesn't matter. If she tells you to throw it away, when you find it, you'll throw it away. So, Charlotte... Please tell Doug to throw the sock out. We're bordering on... I don't even know what we're bordering We're bordering... On. We're... This is almost be, as bad as the time that it'd she... It'd be a very... Uh, wouldn't have to, I wouldn't have to dig a very deep pit to put her on to, to lower the lotion in. Charlotte, I don't really want to kill you and wear you. You know that. Thank God you know my humor. Okay, let's just move on to more cold well, no. weather business. Doug, your coat's fucking hideous. You need a different coat. Actually, hold on. I want to I wanna sidebar on that. Is you talked about Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was thinking about that earlier today, just based on, on literary prowess, not actually thinking about it. <laughs> God, I hope not. Um, God, it was though just... No one can accurately tell me what the fuck kind of sex they have in that book. That's all another story. Vaguely S&M. Yeah, I know, but that's all I ever get. They're like, well, you know, they tie her up. I'm like, that's it? There's Is there penetration? Well, there's, like, oh, there's total penetration. Like I said, there's there's nipple clamps, and they have a rack, and he does all sorts of spreader bars and other toys. and They start getting into butt stuff in the last book, but what, he never what? actually has anal. What, what? Yeah, no, they never actually get to what, what in the butt. Oh. But like I said, they start kind of leading up to that. I think if she, frankly, had planned it out better, they probably would have gotten the anal. Well, from what I hear, she didn't plan it out a oh, great deal. Oh, she didn't plan shit out. Uh, well, and it's hor- horribly on, written. Like I said, the pacing on those books is awful. The oh, I heard, I heard the last the book, structure. the pacing is completely fucked. Like, completely fucked. Like I said, and unfortunately, since I, being who I am, read the first one out of curiosity and felt obligated to read the rest of them, and it was torturous. However... 
our non-turn introduced me to a very hilarious meme, which is people reading Fifty Shades of Grey in public, and it's all these pictures of people reading the book with these horrified facial expressions in public places. Yeah, but see, the picture of me when I flipped through an ex's copy was just, Jesus Christ, the syntax is horrible. Like, it wasn't even... I, I was flipping through to find the sex. I'm like, well, let's see what, well, it's not like what's so mommy porn far. about it. But then it's like, well, no, I got, like, I was flipping through, like, when they're trading emails, and I'm like, this isn't hot, and it's poorly written. Extremely. And you know what I'm reading now that I'm actually surprised by the quality of writing? is City of Bones. Oh, I read that one. Not good. Not good. Really? I'm on the first, like, 50 pages, and already I'm like... When you... No, the, it's well written. I didn't care for the story. Okay. When you get... No, I was going to say, when you get done with that, let me know. And it's really well, sad that the, the first movie was such a flop just because I really love Jonathan Reese Myers and anything that he's in. Ooh. No, it's the the the, be, the human best friend character, Simon. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it's played by one of the guys from The Misfits, and that's my whole thing. I just Ever since I saw Velvet Goldmine, man, Jonathan Reese Myers. Ooh. Ooh, it just got even warmer in here. <sighs> well, I don't feel a damn thing. Of course you don't. But back to your coat. Doug, your coat's fucking hideous. That was a free fucking coat. That's like that's like a four hundred dollars snowboarding coat. Um, we are not snowboarding, and it's fucking ugly. Go get a damn wool pea coat, and we'll talk. I've got a fucking no, fucking I've got a rad pea coat. Have you ever seen my pea yes, coat? Yes, I've seen your pea coat. You look great in your pea coat. Why aren't you wearing your pea coat? Because it's too goddamn. Okay, one that jacket's like mid, uh, uh, mid weight, and waterproof with the fold up hood. I'm sorry, it's not. Ripping. It's utilitarian, is what it is. And utilitarian, utilitarian does, does not have to be ugly. I yeah I actually I actually think utilitarian is synonymous with ugly. I have jackets that look better on me, but don't have hoods and or are not waterproof. It's not raining. Well, I like to be prepared. You have an umbrella. Me and Rihanna, hanging out. I want to hit you with my whiteboard. Under an umbrella. I want to beat you with my whiteboard. Did I tell you about the first time I heard that song? No. So, the first time I hear Rihanna's Umbrella... Now, bear in mind, I'm not pop music savvy. Yeah, no, pop culture, one thing. Pop music, a whole nother. I intentionally isolate myself from that. Yeah, I don't listen to the radio. I don't know Top 40 shit. So, I'm listening to this song about a girl in an umbrella. And I'm like, this is kind of bad. And I almost, almost post on Facebook. Just heard a song about a... Just heard this Umbrella song... Kind of wish he'd get punched in the face. Oh. Before I wrote it, quickly Wikipedia'd who it was by. That way I could say, like, fuck this person. Realized who it was by and went, well, it's a good thing I didn't put that in. That would be bad. And that leads me to, I've been the king of phrasing, uh, of coining phrases. And last week I coined a phrase that I really like. I'm listening. Headbook. Oh, it's right. where you post everything on Facebook you're not actually going to write. Did no, you actually I... say that? Nope. Posted it to my headbook. No, uh, I was going to say, a coworker and I have the same sort of thing. We call it our mental to-do list. How is that a to-do I... list, though? Well, it's in general things that I think are in plan to do. It's like, um, if you're a Vulcan, you kind of have the mental chalkboard. It's kind of like that. Keep explaining, I don't understand. Uh, so if you're Vulcan, this is how I've always had it explained to me, you kind of have the mental chalkboard 
it's a little bit like having a photographic memory okay. where if you think something and write it on your mental chalkboard, no matter how long you're away from it, it's still going to be there when you get back. Okay. Does that make sense? Headbook is just kind of a depository of horrible things. <laughs> like the what, what, and the what video? No, that got out. Like I said, what do you want to, what do you want to post about that? Nothing. I don't. I have. I. I don't have a strong opinion for or against the what, what in the butt, other than the whole green screen privilege joke. Not the whole big thing with him eating the chocolate heart. <sighs> I won't bite. Hard. Oh. No, I think it was at least not that hard. Horrible. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Agents of Shield. You haven't seen it. You're so, Cotidious, Agents of Shield. I'm what? You're Cotidious, Agents of Shield. <laughs> what a great segue. So you haven't seen Agents of Shield. Um, I know you don't care about spoilers. Audience, I'm Actually, gonna spoil. I've been, I've been reading the synopsis, so okay. I know what's going on. Um There will be spoilers. Um and then revealing some Easter eggs because I think they're gearing up for an arrow level of Easter eggs. It wouldn't shock me in the slightest. No, especially because Arrow doesn't have the backstory that S.H.I.E.L.D. does. It doesn't have the giant franchise that's been built. Exactly. So, first episode, you can tell it was written by the guys that did Dr. Horrible. You could tell it was Jed, uh, uh, Whedon. Jed Whedon, Marissa, however the fuck you pronounce her last name, and, and Joss Whedon. You can tell, because at one point... Um, yeah, I'm seeing bad horse in my head. Bad horses, the bad horses. Oh, you didn't. You're not on Facebook. My friend uh, Gretchen's sister, um, Jesse, posted a a picture of the the evil league of evil, and it says bad horses judging you. But there's a picture of evil Bowie in the background. I'm like evil Bowie! Exclamation I point. I think it's fake Bowie actually. Is it fake Bowie? I think it's fake Bowie. Whatever. Um, bad horse, bad horse, bad horse. He'll make He's bad. <laughs> He runs, runs across e the country. Victory, the thoroughbred of sin. Just the location that you just sent in. Yeah. A murder would be nice, of course. <laughs> or he'll make you his mare. And then there's that moment of... Nay! Uh, yeah. Sign bad horse. Um, it's Heidi, Heidi O'Silver, sign bad horse. Is yeah. it? Uh, Hi-Ho Silver, yeah. Hi-Ho Silver, sign bad horse. Um, one of those singers is, is Jed Weed. Yes, I know. Um, I was going to say, I've watched it. Uh, you know, actually, maybe after this, I'll make you watch commentary of the music. Oh, fucking, I'd love that. Because I have the divot. Um, so, uh, yeah, opens up with uh, their recruiting agent. You know, it's a, it's a kind of a, a hand-picked team. And there's Agent War, who's like the exfiltration, um, like, super spy type of guy. Like, he's got all the gadgets. He knows how to, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat. He's like a one-man army type of thing. And uh, Coulson and uh, Kobe Sum uh, Smulders is there as Maria Hill. Which I was kind of itchy about her being Maria Hill in The Avengers, but then I was she like... She did well. Well, but you know, I'm coming at it from a comic book side of things where I'm like... Ugh. Well, you've just never seen her do anything action-y before. But it was that she brought like a humorous humanity to the Maria Hill that really wasn't... In the comics? In the comics. Bendis kind of poked and prodded at it, but... Um, yeah, just the prickliness of her. Besides, I mean, obviously she needs a new job. But the joke of, yeah, you've got high marks here, here, and here, but under personal skills, 
Uh, it looks like a poop with knives in it. <laughs> and he starts critiquing her drawing of a porcupine, is what that is. Laugh out loud that they said poop like three times in a row on network <laughs> television. Well, it's just poop. It, it looks like a poop with a... I did not draw a poop. It looks like a poop. Like, just the rapid fire was like, this is so just Whedon to arguing about poop. It could have been a Buffy episode. Um... Their plane designation is 616, which is... Didn't they already wreck the plane? We're getting the second episode. Uh, so, yeah, the um, their, their plane designation, their flight designation is um, 616, which is the designation for Marvel's Prime Universe. So you, you kind of have like a little arrow type of, you know, Easter egg. Easter egg with 616. Um... You're still left wondering, uh, I don't know what the synopsis has said, but uh, Coulson has said, yeah, my death was faked, and then I went to Tahiti until being brought, like, you know, brought back into the shield fold, and at one point, Hill says an offhand comment about he never went to Tahiti, and you're left wondering what's going on. Is he a ghost that lives in the head of a robot? I think it's dangerously close. Crap. My money See, is on. We went. We went. We had Ultron theories a couple of weeks ago, which are possibly proving to be. True. Which are yeah, the teasers getting closer dun, and closer dun, to. Dun dun dun. dun. Um, but uh, but my theory is that he's a life model decoy, and they're gonna make him kind of a synthetic intelligence like the Vision, who was kind of a very advanced AI, weirdly created by Ultron. So I'm wondering if. That's building into that as well. Um, so, that's my theory, is that he's kind of a vision uh, synthesoid, I believe. They, a synthesoid. Fucking, he's an aware um, life model decoy. Um, which, you haven't seen life model decoys. They've been referenced in the Avengers, mm-hmm. but you've never seen one. So, in the first episode had um, J. August Richards... From Angel, he played Gun. As he hasn't done a lot, he had a bit part on Arrow, if you remember, as a hitman. Uh, yeah. But yeah. he hasn't done much. But since no, then. no. Um, but I mean, it's very Whedon to reuse actors. Well, and uh, Ron Glass, uh, the preacher from Firefly, is in Shield. I mean, anytime you can get Nathan Fillion in, just say do it. Just say it. Just do it. Um, I love you so much. I love you, Nathan Fillion. That's usually your line. Um, I love him so much. I like him. I want to see you do something awesome with. I was going to say with either a uh, Green Lantern or some other character you might have you play. Who was I talking? Oh, that you could be um, King Faraday. You totally could. Yeah, he could be the he could be the Justice League government liaison. I love that. Uh, that I think that'd be fucking perfect. He just in all the interviews I ever hear with him, he's just like the most down to earth nicest. He made guy. them treats on the Nerdist. And then he gave them what like iPad covers or something like that. It's something yeah, utter box like phone cases. He's like, "Oh yeah, I got a ton of these fuckers." Um he's such a nice guy. I love him talking about also actually being in drama up in yeah. the theater in Canada and you're like, "But you're so funny." Okay, But you know who came out of theater yeah. was Nick Offerman. That's another story. We're we're getting off topic. Um so Baby yeah, have you, shrimp what? Bacon wrapped shrimp. It's my number two food wrapped in my number one food. What the fuck is that? Offerman. Oh, okay. Anything he says sounds like the sagest advice ever. Like, he could just be talking, it's like, so... It's the mustache, I think. And it's just like, so I started doing a peach body scrub. 
I like to exfoliate. And you're like, okay, fuck it. It's the it's like the fucking like, not the voice of God, but goddamn close. You said exfoliate. What am I thinking right now? I don't have the sound effect to. to no, do no, it. no. You don't need to, but you know what I'm thinking. I know what you're thinking. Um, I, I know what most of our audience is thinking. Hopefully, um, so you have Jay. If they see our Twitter. Jay August Richards comes in, uh, super strong, nay, and vulnerable. Uh, unbreakable skin, some would say. Did he bulk up a little bit? Because he was real thin. You don't ever see him without a shirt on. Like I said, he was real thin on Arrow compared to what he looked like on Angel. He was real thin on... Well, he was lean in Arrow. Or, I'm sorry, in uh, in Firefly. Fucking... Yeah, I'm just going to mention all the shows. I was going to say, he was real lean on um, Angel, Angel, but he had really good definition, and he just looked real thin on when he was on Arrow. No, he, um... You really can't tell. He wears a lot of baggy clothing. I was going to say, I'll have to take a look. I mean, admittedly, he's aged some. But like I said, I just remember thinking how thin he looked when he was on Arrow. And I don't mean that in a good way. I meant, like, kind of sickly and scrawny. No, he he looks all right in in S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. Um, But they erase his identity. Um, And, oh, and they make... uh, He's been been infected with not only um, Charturi um, technology, but... What Charturis? Charturi? Charturis? That cream liquor that tastes kind of like licorice? No. Okay. Fucking oh, and I love that they keep making references to the Battle of New York. Um, speaking of the Charturi, um, which is just another name for Skrull in Ultimate Continuity, which I could use as a segue to something else, but I won't. Um, but he's been enhanced by that, and if you've been following all of the build-up in Avengers, he's been enhanced with Extremis. So it's nice that they once again tied that into. You're shaking your head. No, I'm just thinking, if somebody had said years ago that they were going to be able to build a franchise in a universe like this over a number of movies and bring it into a TV show... It would have been a nerd's wet dream that would have never happened. I'm I just mean, saying, people have been like, fucking crazy. It's a waste of time and money. It's never going to work. Well, what, the only team of superheroes you've ever seen uh, that's like a not-made-up team? Well, Batman let me Robin. It. Wouldn't call that a team, that's a dynamic duo. Would be Fantastic Alfred's Four. Alfred's a member of the team. Huh? Alfred's a member of the team. Only if you're being charitable. I was. Yeah, Fantastic Four. The first movie was okay. The second movie was it terrible. sucked. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Um, anyway, so you have... And I think he's going to come back. And he's going to take the name Luke Cage. I honestly think that's Luke Cage. Um, <laughs> stop thinking about Nick Cage. I'm sorry. I, wanted to, I would want him to play that character well, as that's where he, that's where. Well, that's... Think about it. Hold on, real quick. I don't want to do a crossover, but uh, Stop thinking the Gap Boys, the Gap Boys did an episode that was Doug heavy. We did pop culture top fives. I want to know off the top of your head, what is kind of a co- compound question? Mm-hmm. What's your number one Nick Cage movie? Con Air. What do you think mine was? I have no idea. I would say Con Air simply because when I occasionally so, Con Air made the list. Oh, by the way. Uh, I had it added. It was a five point five because I had to add the cameo from Grindhouse. Um, oh God, I really want them to make that actual movie. The Werewolf SS, Women of the SS. SS. Yeah, with Nicolas Cage's Fu Manchu. Fucking if they're gonna if they're gonna make fucking Hobo with a shotgun with Rucker Howard, why can't they make Werewolf Women of the SS? With Shelley Moon. All right, I guess I would ruin it. Um, Don't be a bitch, bitch. Um, anyway, sorry. What was your number one Nicolas Cage? Vampire's Kiss. I haven't seen that one in forever. I'm a vampire! Fucking awesome. Like I said, number one, Conair. No question. Conair Con made my list. Uh, Valley Girl made my list. Oh, God. 
the chest hair in Valley Girl because he has it like shaved and like oh a yeah beard. yeah like a like a, yeah, but it was just like that chick Julie, she's truly dazzling, but she's not one no, of us. No, it's Con Air simply because I also love John Malkovich's performance in that. Sigh, Anara, <laughs> love that shit. Well, I actually picked Con Air because of the bought the bunny for my daughter and. Put the bunny down. Should have put the bunny down. His uneven and god awful southern accent. That's and, and that accent is the only reason why Kickass didn't make the list because I'm like, now nah, I have an accent, Nick Cage on there. Um, Raising Arizona, of course, made it on there, but I love Raising Arizona. Um, yeah. Anyway, second episode. They make reference to I think it's an eight zero uh, eight four or one eight four whatever the designation for like unknown origin object is mm-hmm. and the new character kind of the, the 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 entryway character that you know the audience is coming in with named sky it's like oh you know like what are what what's a zero eight four oh it's the unknown origin and she goes oh like kind of like you know she kind of poked and prodded for an example and colson goes yeah the last one uh, we found was uh, it got kind of interesting oh what was it a hammer Oh, they made a reference to the then it, they made a I reference. loved that in X. I was going to say in Iron Man 2. When I like, s- we got to go to Arizona. Uh, New, Mexico. New Mexico. Land of enchantment. Yeah. Got to go to New Mexico. And Just that post credit of, it was the, the, the license plate. And then, and the sound, I'll try to re- replicate it. The sound I made when they pulled, they, they did that like wide shot to the establishing, you know, yeah. the crater. And then kind of like pan craned over into a close-up of the hammer. And the sound I made was... Exactly that. I nerd squealed. Because I was like... And you know, you knew Thor was coming down the, the pipe. But it was like... Oh, shit. There's the fucking hammer. Like, what the fuck's gonna happen? And then you had the trailer of Thor with him kicking the crap out of everybody. You know, the funny thing is, I think that one of the reasons why the movies have been so successful is because you get the eye candy for the ladies with the story and the action for the men. Well, that was, you know, why I, you know, why I went to go see um, Dark Knight with my friend Heather was, um, I was like, our logic was, well, you're in love with Christian Bale, and I'm in love with Batman. It was the perfect. Said, no, it's 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 a good. Well, I can't say date movie, but it's a good compromise for men and women. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't a date movie at all. I mean. Um, now. I'm- doing I, Bane voice in my head again. But well, that's Dark Knight Rises. I realized We that. were doing that, and literally, I think the pencil trick haunted me, on, like, walking out of the theater. Like, that's that was my big takeaway moment. Was the pencil trick? Was the pencil trick, because it was like, disappear. it redefined who the Joker was in terms of cinematics, and just what you could do with him to really define, I mean, in that, you it defined the character of, like, he's funny, but only to him type of thing, like, you know, the Joker's in on his own joke type of deal. I'm going to have to... God, I can't remember the name of the comedian, but he was talking about how Batman would be a really good Republican candidate for president because he's a rich guy that likes to beat the shit out of the mentally ill. <laughs> oh, speaking of like, Batman... You know, a crazy guy that likes to ask you where he got his scars, a disfigured guy who holds on to the only piece of change he's ever gotten, a, cat, a lady who's way too obsessed with cats. Yeah. It was a very well thought out bit. I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, speaking of Batman, a uh, quick shout out. If he, uh, probably doesn't listen to the show, but our friend Scott posted a picture of him with a Batman mask on. Did you immediately respond with a picture of you with a Deadpool mask? No, I immediately responded with, "Finally, 
a Batman that will scare the nipples off of criminals, dot, 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 and then collect them. I don't care. Because he'll scare the nipples off of criminals, and then collect them. Tom Clancy died this week. Yep. Which is very sad. He's hunting red octobers in heaven. Here's the thing, is that they've been talking about Chris Pine doing the last Jack Ryan movie, and I would really love to see him take a crack at it. Because, I mean, I liked Harrison Ford as Jack Ryan, I liked Alec Baldwin as Jack Ryan, I never bothered to see Ben Affleck, but that's Some just because... Fears. Like I said, that's just because of my distaste Which for apparently is the actor. subtitle for the Superman Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a giggle. Batman and Superman, sum of all, all fears. fears. Oh, we're gonna start calling ben, a- ben Affleck is Batman, the sum of all fears. Oh, didn't we decide we were gonna call him Bruce Wang from now on? Bruce Wang. Yeah. Oh well, but yes, Tom Clancy. Thank you for all of your awesome espionage books, which is one of the few reasons that I would actually think about reading books about the CIA. Yeah, it's not and really my thing, but I, I really love his Jack Ryan books. I have fond memories of playing the original Rainbow Six on PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, um, I was super that was into actually, it. I was going to say that was actually a pretty revolutionary game. If oh I remember well, yeah, correctly. because you you kind of like over had like a kind of overhead control of like six operatives, and you could set up your own operations and ultimately fail if you're me. Um, because I do not think military wise, I. I, I, the only military thinking I do, because I play hack and slashes, is shock and awe, is run into a room, kill everything, and if it was a friend, sorry I killed it. Apologize to its corpse, do the little squat thing from Halo on its head, and then walk away. (laughs) Fucking teabag my dead, my dead non-player character, and then move on. Um, or have threesomes in God of War. So, I'm sorry, the only type of military game I ever played was Risk, and I don't think that counts. Does Mech Warrior count? Just so you know, I kick ass at Risk. I kick ass at Mech Warrior. Alright then, it's on. Mech Warrior versus Risk? Oh, that'd be a fucking awesome match. That'd be a fucking rad mashup. Hmm. Maybe we'll put the non-turn on it. Oh, but the, the minute he gets the 90s Mech Warrior game, fucking it's over. Well, actually... I was going to say his other half probably already hasn't. So many memories of blowing the crap out of that. Just just being like, it's like I'm in the movie Robo Jocks! So it is now for your consideration Oscar season. It is now for. (laughs) And Robo Jocks is not up for consideration. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's. uh, You can tell it's getting to be Oscar season. You've got kind of three movies coming up that are looking like. Well, two of them are looking like contenders. I uh, would still like to see Rush, I was going to say. Since Rush I've would be one of them. I've more interested in cars in the last few years because of Top Gear. I was going to say, I would like to see Rush. And frankly, I'd like to see... I was going to say, I've read up a little bit more about this revival, about this rivalry between the two of them. And mm-hmm. one of them coming back from a pretty severe accident. But like I said, I would still like to see Rush. And not just because Chris Bumsworth is too high. Have you seen the posters for it? It's effectively yes. fucking Thor, but with different letters. Yeah, Like, much. different words. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so th- uh, th- Thor's going to be a contender. Uh, Rush is going to be a contender. Could have been a contender. Could have been a contender. Um, what was you've the other got two? Prisoner. Oh, Prisoner, yeah. I was going to say, Hugh looks, Jackman. I was gonna looks, say, looks fucking really amazing. really good. I haven't... Um, and then... Maybe I'll do that on Monday. I think it... I think initially, I think based on hype, it could have been a contender. I've not heard... I've gotten mixed reviews, but Gravity. 
Nothing about that made me want to see it. I was interested in the the cinematic technique they used on the trailer since it was all one absolutely the way like the camera like follows her as opposed to. But I mean, plot line wise, it's fucking like yeah. Like I don't under like I still don't if understand. If I wanted to watch some kind of space rescue movie, I'd watch Apollo thirteen again. But then confuse it for Mission to Mars. <laughs> Scary cities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Callback Mountain. Like I said, I love... Lieutenant Dan, you've got legs! Like I said, I really... That's what they made this. Love. Love. Like I said, I really love <laughs> Apollo 13, so it's one of those things, like I said, if I wanted to watch a space rescue movie, I'd just watch Apollo 13 again. I see, I saw Apollo 13 in theaters when I was young enough that I was like, this is fucking boring, and now I'm like, this is goddamn riveting! Well, like I said, if you're young enough, it's not going to really be that interesting to you, but... And I'm not Matt Myra. <laughs> Nerd. His stories about sitting there trying to get out of the, uh, I was going to say, out of the space center, smoking close cigarettes in his car, made my lungs hurt just listening to it. He's got one where I just listened to one where he, uh, he didn't go to Chris, uh, he didn't go to Hardwick's birthday, and uh, uh, Mike Massimo, I think, is the name of the astronaut that like just happened yeah. to be there, and he was so sad that he missed him. And then I don't know if you've caught up, but. Uh, that astronaut's on, like, one of the last episodes, like, the no, last I'm couple so weeks. No, I'm so unbelievably not cut up. I will admit that since I've been working out in the park again, I kind of fell down a dirt nasty Pandora hole. I've just been... Thank you for not saying dirt nasty hole. I was going to say, I've just been listening to really inappropriate raps from the early 2000s while I work out in the park. So it's not weird that you would show me what, what in the butt, really. Actually, I was showing you what, what in the butt because I was planting earworms on my co-workers and one of my co-workers had never seen that. It's like, the same thing as making people watch the uh, uncensored version of Blurred Lines video. There's a lot of titties in that video. Doesn't... It, it's the race car up her butt. I just, still don't understand it. That video doesn't make sense at all. No. Like, not even And a that's my bit. takeaway. But it's just one of it's those things It's not even the where, boobs. No, but it's one of those things where I was out with uh, a mutual... Well, I can't say... She, she, she doesn't hate you, but I was out with a friend that you know, and we were uh, at a bar where another friend was bartending, and neither of them had ever seen the uncensored video, so of course I whip out my phone yeah. and make them watch it on the Vivo app, and both of them are just standing there, mouths open, like riveted. They're like, have you ever seen the censored version? I'm like, no. They're like, it's like all blurred silhouettes. You can't well, they're see very anything. Yeah, they're very androgynous, and that's the whole, like, blurred line, like... Oh, I'm, no, no, the uncensored version, they're... they're Definitely ladies. That's exactly how I described it. Someone they said, oh no, I've seen the video. Like, you can't tell. I'm like, no, you watch the Uncensored version. Like you said, can tell. Get the Vivo app. Watch the Uncensored version what, on that. I, really, it's... The only thing missing is, like, crotchal fucking like close-ups. They are wearing thongs, but they are flesh-colored thongs. But they yep. are wearing thongs. Um, we actually have a couple more to go over, and then you and I were unprepared this week. For our social contract. Nope, I got two. Okay, okay. So as I told, I was gonna say. And I have a internet. Told, uh, a couple internet told us we were wrong. Oh, I know. I know. I was gonna say. So I had an interesting week where I went to the doctor on Monday and was revealed to me that I had an undiagnosed illness that I probably had for at least eight years. And I was gonna say got some medication for it and I'm feeling much better. But I called and I talked to you and you actually quoted X Men at me. About I quoted X Men. Um, and it's something I've quoted in my in my therapy. Um, that there's a line from uh, the Grant Morrison run on, on X-Men, the all-new X-Men, uh, where Magneto has infected... Spoilers. 
I mean, I'd be laughing louder, but I didn't want to spit Red Bull all over my Yeah, I mean, it's it's only like you know five six years old, and it's all in trades at this point. Um, more than that, I think it's almost ten years now. God, that's weird. Um, where Magneto has infected the X Men with Nano Sentinels that weaken them, they weaken their immune. I mean, it's like okay, I remember this plot line. Yeah, um, it was back when uh, before they revealed that um, spoilers that it was. Right before, the, it's a big spoiler, um, that Zorn is Magneto and he's infiltrated the X-Men. Yeah. He's infiltrated yeah. the Xavier Institute. And, um, but there's a line where um, Zorn's brother, lazy writing Grant Morrison, I'm sorry, uh, Zorn's brother comes and uh, heals them of the, nanotech, uh, the nano-sentinels and Cyclops has this line that really struck me. That he says, you never know how sick you are until you feel until you get better no and that's completely how it is like i said i apparently have probably had this illness for eight years maybe even longer and one day after taking medicine i felt a thousand times better than i had in years it, it was ridiculous i mean as i told you when we're on the phone to quote the paper chase the most important part of your body is the part that currently hurts man is that super true but if you don't know it hurts, and you're or if it's something level that you're of, used to, yeah. You know, uh, my friend Rob said that he, it shaped my personality, that I was always, I had stomach problems, bad circulation, and I was always, at any given point, I was used to being in a, a state of discomfort, and it shaped yeah. my personality being... Yeah, no, I was going to say, I've been mildly ill for as long as I can remember, and even now that, I was going to say, I've, uh, I was going to say, been effectively cured of the illness I was diagnosed with, I still almost constantly have a low-grade cold and a sore throat. Which, uh, actually, the sore throat is tied to my belly, but anyways. I got the acid reflux. Oh, the throat bone's connected to the... Belly. Belly bone. The belly bone. That belly sounds, bone. Sounds dirty. That's how I got a daughter. Um, oh. No. It's a new, uh, she said. Um, and to, to use that as a... a that's a horrible segue. But uh, quoting X-Men, it was a great segue that we were watching Chuck. And uh, another thing I learned about comics, or I'm, I'm sorry, another thing I learned from comics is uh, it's two spies fighting in a kitchen. Never take anyone down in a kitchen. And I quoted, yeah, there's, um, I, I want to say it's the Ultimate Season 2 by Mark Miller, where they shoot, um, yeah, it's, it's Grand Theft America is the trade. Excuse me, and uh, they uh, they they shoot uh, Hawkeye after killing his family. Spoilers. Um, should have said that before. Oops. But uh, they shoot him, and you know the bullets catch him chest, but not horrible. Not vital chest. Uh, yeah, I mean, he survives, so they can interrogate him. Um, but they, uh, he's in the kitchen. And he's slumped, you know, like you know, by the sink, blood down the you know cabinets from where he slid. And he just says this one great line where he goes, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, God, you're so dumb. Never drop someone in the kitchen. And he just starts fucking killing people with forks and spoons and knives. There's too many sharp utensils. Well, and he, well okay, he, he manages to escape, spoilers, he manages to escape interrogation by using his own fingernails that he pries off and uses as projectiles. Aww. So really, he is, I mean, he can drop anyone anywhere, but like, you think you, you apply that he uses his fingernails you, and you extrapolate that to putting him in a kitchen where it's a lot of blunt objects a lot of sharp objects yeah I'm looking at my kitchen now I could beat somebody to death with my Dutch oven pretty easily 
That's what it's called, Doug. The pot over there, that's what it's called. I was going with a different Dutch oven. Um, <laughs> God damn it. No? Okay. New low, um, Doug. New low. <laughs> um, if you love someone, fart and then cover their heads with the covers. Um, that is a true test of a relationship. How they react to that. Yeah. If they're horrified yet still think it's hilarious, it's a keeper. If they're just horrified, well, you went out with a bang. Like I said, like I said, if they don't see the humor in that situation, pull the cord, man. Get out now. So. All right. The internet told you you were wrong. Um, let's admit first that I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> okay. And I believe I said I was willing to be wrong. Yes. It is not the same girl from Arrested Development. Uh, Aaliyah, Aaliyah Shawcat, I believe, is her name. Shawcat? Something like that. That's... Sorry. I didn't write down the actress's name. But, but like um, I said, no, it is different actresses that plays maybe and plays the uh, teenage girl, what is it? Rebel Rogue leader. Rogue leader. Rogue leader. No, you're Star Wars dead. <laughs> said rogue leader in fanboys different actresses suck it uh and then we were watching the episode of the league the uh dirty randy Rafi episode we couldn't place the other cox brother i i knew it was andy daly and i couldn't place the other one um he's been a lot kind of a character actor but surprisingly i i the minute i read where I, where i knew him from it made total sense he was mr universe in uh firefly and serenity oh yeah that's right I totally forgot um that. As Joss Whedon put, the only Jew in the universe. Because um, there's there's no other Jewish characters. Um, Are there any Jews in Star Trek? In Star Trek? Yeah. I'm thinking original series. No. Yeah, nobody's coming to mind. Huh. Mm. It's like how there's... Chekhov might have been like Orthodox Jew in real life, but... No, I was going to say, but it's like thinking about Star Wars where there's no Latinos. Except for Chewy. Chewy's Latino? Well, it's more the fact that he has the Latino name. Well, nickname, but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, well, space is not kind to Latinos, is it? Space is not kind to minorities. You look at Star Wars, look at the original trilogy. Damn it, I just... The only black guy in Star Wars stabs him in the back. Oh, Han Solo. It's okay, he makes up for it. Lando Calrissian? You know, that fucking fish guy. What a piece of shit he was. I mean, just as a character. Do not talk about Admiral Akbar like that. I'm not. I'm talking about the other, the co-pilot in the Millennium Falcon in Return oh, of the Jedi. Yeah. The fucking fish guy that. That shows up in the Venture Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! All roads lead to the Venture Brothers. Do we have any more internet? Told me I'm wrong. No, that was I it. Said, Do not talk to Ad talk about Admiral Akbar like that. No. It's a trap. It's a trap. Okay, so. I was going to say, I don't have any mistakes I made this week just because I've been doing jack and shit. Uh, apparently my mistake was fucking wearing the jacket you hate. Sorry, Doug. Um, but if I can't control your aesthetic, who will? Leave up to the universe. I'm going to figure out a way to destroy that jacket. I just don't know how yet. No, don't. It's a fire. really it's utilitarian jacket. How about this? It's not cold enough to justify that jacket. It jacket. was this morning. So, social contract, asshole. Uh, you have your choice. Uh, doing these two. 
<laughs> between these two, you don't want to say it out loud. Let's go text etiquette, because this is something that actually happened to me yesterday. This is, well, let's, we'll get to the backstory of how this came up. Was that my, I, I texted you, I texted, I sent out a Mac, mass text. Well, it was, an to, S- it, was an, it was an SMS, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was, a, yeah, it was a group text to uh, you, um, my friend Ryan, and his brother Justin of uh, Kate Tells Where Songs Was Tripped To picture, <laughs> which was great. It's actually brightened my day, because I was mentally trying to figure, I could totally figure out some that you could actually strip to, but others not was just cat, bad. Not Cats in the Cradle. Oh, God, you can never strip to Cats in the Cradle. Or just the poem at the end of Nights in White Satin. Oh, so, um... Yes, you sent us all a mass So I sent us all message. a mass... Yeah, I sent out a mass text. And then my friend Justin, um... Who we'll talk about off air. Um... He essentially did, text bombed me. Well, and he, he... That's what he does. He gets bored at work and he... Uh, to put it, to put it in, in context, a couple days ago he sent... Five picture texts, uh-huh. then a like text text that said, "Still more coming." I'm sorry. I'm like a dog humping a leg. You just have to let me finish. And then another four. It was just one of those things where I was at work. I was actually moderately busy, and my phone exploded. Well, what he did was he replied to. He saw me and his brother on the group and didn't realize you were at the end of that chain and then thought oh well it's just Doug and Ryan here's the fucking internet blah and then yeah at some point I was like you know you're texting Deb this as well and then it started the sending out an apology to Deb to all four of us but it's one of those and Mike I was gonna say my sister does this a lot too so Sarah if you're listening when our dad sends us a text to me and all of my siblings when you reply we all get that so, really, just be aware. Look at who you're sending the text to. It's not so much a complaint as a be aware of your behavior. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, but, you know, the nice part was he apologized and then followed up with new contract. Like, he immediately was like, this would be something Yeah, but the you funny would- thing was he apologized and followed up with new contract when the polite thing to do would have been just stop. Because I was at work and I was busy. Yeah, but we all got the apology. Like I said, I had many schnitzels I needed to make. Oh, the schnitzels. How many schnitzels? All the schnitzels. No, but most of the schnitzels. That doesn't have the same ring to it. Do you want me to make you all the schnitzels? It'd be a lot of pork. I like pork. All right, I'll make you all the schnitzels. All the schnitzels. They ever eat in a Cafe Berlin? Great schnitzel. I can make you just as good. Okay. Schnitzel is not hard. Hard Snitzel was my nickname in high school. Really? No. It seems inappropriate. It is. I was going to say. Hmm. Well, Hard Snitzel, I think that's the note we're going to leave it on. Alright. Hard Snitzel. What was that? Hard Snitzel. Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show. Hello. We have some questions for you if you'd like to answer them. That would be acceptable. Alex Murphy of Detroit asks... What's your advice on pest control? Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. Even one is too many. Look at what happened with those uppity Gallifreyans. 
Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for Omos Bacon and Banjo!